Hello and welcome to Naked and a Little Bit Afraid with Mel and Kay. Join us as we peel back the layers and step into vulnerability, unscripted, unfiltered, 100% us, fully clothed. (laughs) I love that disclaimer. (laughs) Uh, Today, we are going to talk about uh, competition and following your dreams. So as usual, we do not have a plan for this podcast, but we know that that is the general direction we would like to go on towards. (laughs) 100%. Um, because that's life. There, there's no plan. I mean, even if we have a plan, it deviates every second of every day in my life. So here we are. A dream of ours that we're doing because why not? At the end of your life, I want to be on, well, personally, on my deathbed. Hopefully I have rad people around me saying, you're awesome. I'm joking. <laughs> I don't want to regret anything. So will this podcast tank? I don't know, but we're doing it and here we are. So dreams, stepping into vulnerability. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Just to give you guys a little bit of a visual, we have to pass the mic back and forth because uh, we're just learning and we're actually in the same room today. So that's exciting. Uh, So yeah, we're just getting used to some things. Anyways, dreams, vulnerability. Let's just dive right in. Um, Yeah, we are here in this very, very brave space because we want to put ourselves out into the world. And like Mel said, you know, if we're just the only one, well, you didn't say this, but I'm adding to it. (laughs) If we're the only ones that ever listen to this uh, podcast, well, on our deathbeds, we can say we, we had a podcast and we can go back and remember how awesome we were, probably still are. (laughs) And you'll be high-fiving me because I'm considerably older than you. So, you know, anyways, talk about death. That's a happy topic. Hey, um, I live a safer life than you, though. (laughs) My face is currently perplexed, folks. Um, Dreams. Here we are. This is one of our dreams that really just came to be at your retreat in May. Retreat yourself. Um, But dreams for me, have never been an easy thing to follow. I grew up in a household with two very hardworking parents and, you know, they grew up like you work, you get your job or you go to school maybe, or you find that job out of high school and you work and you work until retirement as so many people do. Um, so the thought of leaving nursing terrified me. I nursed from 2011 to 2019 um, because that's just not in my head what you do. Um, And so that was the initial like, wow, I can do this. Handing in my resignation letter and being like, I'm done. I'm done nursing was the first realization that I can follow my dreams. I mean, I had no idea what I was going to do. I was becoming a stay-at-home mom. I thought that'll be pretty cool. We'll go do lots of things. And then the panorama ding-dong hit and we couldn't do anything. But alas, that sparked the seed inside of me to follow my dreams. And that was only in what, 2019? 2019, December 23rd. Oh yeah, December 23rd, 2019. 
And how did you know that you reached that point? I was very unhappy. Um, I love nursing. I love caring for humans and walking alongside them as they journey through life. I've done pediatrics, medical, and I ended in oncology. Um, but I was unfulfilled because of the system. I couldn't actually nurse the way I wanted to nurse. And childcare is expensive, man, with three kids. So here I am working my ass off Monday to Friday, coming home completely depleted, bringing home very little because I gave it all to childcare. And I mean, I would do it again because Patricia and Jen, they were amazing. But Ryan said, why are you doing this? You're unhappy. Like, look at you. And it took a lot of time sitting in silence, waiting for a voice. My moves come on a voice. It said, man, if you must know. <laughs> um, and when it happens, I know it's the right time. And I wait. And yeah, just one day I was sitting there and it, you're done nursing. So I looked around and I was like, I'm done nursing. He's like, sweet, cool. And yeah, that I was scared shitless because being a stay-at-home mom was never in my air quote plan, but I knew it was the right thing because it felt right in my body. Yeah. Um, so same, same, but different story over here. Um, I was also in a interesting system called the education system. <laughs> So I was an educational assistant for five years right out of uh, high school. I went to college because my dad's like, yo, you got to go to college. And I was like, I don't want to. Then I was like, oh, yeah, I can party there. So I'll go. But I'm only going for a year. And I like put my finger down a list. And I was like, "Ooh, educational assistant one year. I, I do like kids. This would be fine. So I went to college to party and. And honestly, didn't really happen. I had some pretty interesting roommates. They were great. They were lovely. But they, um, yeah, I was there at a party. And I feel like my dad called in and was like, yo, make sure she's not paired with anyone that likes to party. <laughs> so anyways, long story short, I uh, started my career as an educational assistant at the age of 19. Now, if you want fantastic birth control, that's where you get it. Uh, you start working with five-year-olds at the age of 19. Anyways, did that for five years. I was completely burnt out and also frustrated with the parameters that I had to do my job in. So my friend was like, hey, you want to sell clothing for a living? And I said, yes, yes, I do. And um, that was crazy because on paper, that didn't make any sense that I would just be selling clothes for a living and quitting my career. But I did it, loved it. And then, yeah, the panorama ding-dong hit, and I had to quit everything. And I learned that my purpose was entangled in work. Um, and I had to sit alone. I had to sit completely alone because I had just uh, left my seven-year relationship as well right before that happened. And... Uh, I lived completely alone. So I had to sit in my shit and I didn't have a job. So I didn't even have any way to numb or distract myself. Anyways, long story short, uh, then I decided it was time to 
uh, start my business. And that was extremely scary and vulnerable. And yeah, we'll get into that point, I suppose. Do you want to introduce your business first, Mel? (laughs) My business. That was good. I really like that. You just sat alone because, yeah, I never really actually thought about that because even though I was surrounded by children, I have three little ones, seven, five, and four. And then I took on um, my sweet little nephews. So they're now five and three, but Parker would have just been one. I was alone. And I never actually thought about that because Ryan, our business didn't stop. It continued. He went to work as one would before this all happened. And I was by myself. Never actually really thought about that. And I had nothing. I lost my community that I had worked hard at. And it was very isolating. That's a great point. Um, so yeah, the panorama day. Guys, I'm gonna keep calling it the panorama ding dong. I don't know why. But it hit stay-at-home mom life became literally staying at home all the time. Ryan did the grocery shopping, he went to work, and I just sat there and felt unwhole as a being. And then things kind of opened up again. We could, you know, do some things online, um, but it didn't feel right. There was um, tension in my marriage in the sense of there were things we just didn't talk about because we didn't align on the views. And um, my whole body just felt yucky. But I was lost and I didn't know what to do. And I had no faith in myself. And Ryan kept telling me, you can go and do things. And I kept saying, no, I can't. I can't. Because I had let voices tell me I couldn't do it. And um, I've had past relationships where they've been really hard to get out of. Really hard. And my body has an amazing, my brain has an amazing capability. I mean, you witnessed it of shutting off a part when it needs to. Like, I don't even have to think about it. If there's an emergency, my mom brain shuts off. Boom, nurse brain is on. And I don't think my brain just does it. And my brain did it for me without me even realizing. So I thought to myself, oh, I love helping people. Yeah. What this world needs is movement, sustainable movement and all of this jazz. I'm going to school. Okay, brain. Little did I know, like, brain was going to tell me a week later, like, psych, no, that's not what you want. I just needed to get you here. And so here we are, Mel, and this is what you're meant to do. And now you're going to do it. I like pooped my pants, Caitlin. It was so scary. Yeah. Like it was terrifying because I still didn't have complete faith within myself and my being and trust that the greater powers that be and my being know what to do. That was a very long way to get to. That is when the movement was born. And I created the movement over time. It was to keep community within Chestermere and to move our idea and our vision of movement away from that of numbers and aesthetics of just and of just moving the body 
to that of moving our entire being, body, mind, and soul for vitality and for life and for ourselves. And it started as, yeah, keeping community in Chestermere. And little did I know where I would be today. And I would love to go back and just look at Melanie in April, look at Melanie December 2019, look at Melanie eight years ago who was crying in the corner and be like, hey, girl, just keep going and don't stop. Drown out all of the background noise and the doubt and just go. Well, that was beautiful. I'm getting a little choked up over here. Um, hundred percent. So for me, uh, when I started triple R coaching, it kind of just fell in my lap. Um, it's so interesting how, you know, the universe has truly does have your back, but that like you talked about the trust and trusting your own being and trusting your own capabilities that would, that's always been a huge struggle. Like I see how everything aligns, but my brain's like, well, you don't deserve this. So we might as well just sabotage it. And I always pick the hardest route possible usually. So interesting. So anyways, uh, yeah, I, I was just sitting at home completely alone and isolated and I was like, okay, um, I have built this beautiful community that I can't physically be around or see or do any of the things. And uh, I need to find fulfillment somehow. And I don't know how to do that without working. (laughs) So I also thought, what a great time to be educated. Um, So actually, one of my good friends, she called me and she's like, I think you should be a life coach. And I was like, I'm pretty sure that's a pyramid scheme. And then I legit thought that. And then two other people in the same week brought it up just randomly. Like I'd never even explored this option. And I was like, okay, well, I'll look into it. So I knew someone that was a life coach. I reached out to her. She gave me all of the information and where she did her schooling and everything, which I love that. I love that you can reach out and people are like, hey, yeah, absolutely. I can share this with you. Um, The willingness to help each other is very, very empowering. Anyways, we'll get to that, I'm sure. Um, So that all went down and I looked at the schooling and the course that I wanted that she did. And I was like, oh, I can't afford that. And then I got my taxes back and it was like damn near the same amount of money. I was like, okay, loud and clear. I can't fight this anymore. So it was so beautiful. Um, It was a beautiful time for me to be able to just hit pause on life I really, there was no external factors for me, external pressures. I really didn't have to do anything. Um, and, and so I, I dove deep in this course, which was a lot about how to coach people, but also to make sure that you're good because you can't help other people unless you are good to go. Like you can't give from this place of emptiness So um, it was so beautiful because it was a whole lot of self-discovery along the way, which I will be forever grateful for. Um, I took four months of my life to just be with myself and figure out who the heck I am and what my values are and all of the things, which is interesting. I've never really thought of this until I'm saying it out loud now, but yeah, huge self-discovery. And then, yeah, I'm just like, okay, triple R coaching because... The three R's are reflect, 
release and rise. Once we reflect on the shit that's holding us back and release the shame, we rise to the fulfilling life that we deserve. And my passion comes from being raised by very unfulfilled adults in my life. Um, They all did the best that they could. I love them dearly. I respect them. But at the end of the day, they had no idea who they were or what they wanted. And they were living and loving out of this place of emptiness. And I see that so much. So that's where I really want to help empower people to feel those things and do those things that light their soul on fire and just connect with who they truly authentically are um, behind all of the societal norms and labels. I just want them to be able to remove all of that and just be like, hey, this is me. Unapologetically. Words are my strongest suit. Um, me, I just, this is, this is who I am. And I want them to shine bright and do all of the things and live in love out of that place of wholeness. Because when we do that, oh my gosh, what that does to the people that we love the most, we also fill them up. And um, that's why I do what I do. Beautiful. <laughs> that's really good. Yeah. It's funny. And I find for me, um, I struggled a lot with imposter syndrome, uh, big time. Uh, you're not good enough. You can't do this. This isn't your idea. This, all of these things. And, um, so I went to school. I mean, I went back to fitness, Alberta, got my group, you know, certification in choreography, portable, equipment because well, this this is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm going to do. And uh, then I got it all done. I was like, oh shit, I gotta fucking do it. (laughs) And it hit me like there was a very big blanket, I guess you could say over me. What if I piss people off? And Ryan looked at me and he said, who cares? Because he's like, you're doing it as you. And that's not being anyone else. It's being you. I'm like, yeah, you're right. I mean, he didn't say those exact words, but to be quite honest, I'll paraphrase a lot and make up words. Maybe sometimes he didn't even say words. I don't know. In my head, he did though. (laughs) Menor star. Um, But I was like, you're right. Okay, great. So nice start, you know, like, okay, I want to do release. Release is a dance fitness program because I fell in love with the dance fitness program and that's okay. I grew and values changed and that's fine. That's, that's life. And, and then, yeah, we do restore mobility and function because functionality, um, because you want to, I want to get back to that, re- like you say, rest and digest and giving love to our body with the slow movements. I don't know where the hell I'm going with this right now. Living under a blanket. Kaylin, welcome to my brain folks. <laughs> where was I? Oh, okay. Let's do this. All right. So I finished. Holy shit. Got to do something now. And then I read big magic and the blanket by Elizabeth Gilbert because the blank and the blanket slowly started falling because my interpretation of it shall I go into it now is this 
and it blew my mind. There are a million ideas floating around there. I highly recommend you read it. If not, and if you have a different interpretation also, I would love to hear it. So by all means, message us on Naked and a Little Bit Afraid on Instagram. Um, my interpretation. There are a million ideas floating around this universe. No one owns the idea. First profound moment. Hmm. No one owns the idea. I guess that's right. Because then there would be only one cell phone, only one car, only one coffee shop, only one mall. Like, okay, sweet. And then the idea tries to find a host. And when you hear it, if you're not ready, the idea doesn't have time to wait. It's gone. But if you're like, "Mm mm-hmm, I hear you, I'm doing it. The idea finds a host to bring it into the world. So it is brought into the world. And there are times when the idea is like, hmm, you weren't the host I thought you would be to bring me to full light, but you are the host I need to introduce me to a host or multiple hosts to bring me into life. Because that's the beautiful thing about an idea is it's not just one person. It can be so many because we all bring so many different things to this world. And so anyways, so here it is, the host living in this being and the being past someone. And the host is like, yeah, or the idea is like, yep, that's where I need to be. And within that brief interaction, whether it's a hug, a handshake, simply walking by, the idea falls into that person and maybe into more. And then the idea comes to life. And maybe the host that it has chosen is meant for a different purpose, but it's trying to find its way into this world. And there are so many different ways it can be presented. And when I read that and interpreted it that way for me, I was like, holy shit. Here we go. Like here we freaking go because the idea has chosen me for a reason. It might not be the reason that I am even currently, as I sit here today, it might not be what I think it's going to be, but it has chosen me to do something with it. And I'm doing it a disservice. And I'm doing this whole damn world a disservice if I don't do it now. And so here I am. Here I am with the movement, with release, with restore, with Kaylin and now Tanya and this beautiful community that is growing. And I don't know where the hell we're going, but I'm going to follow this idea and I'm going to do it justice. However, it needs me in this moment. Oh, absolutely. And I remember the day you shared that with me and it just really excelled my career because when I first started life coaching with fitness and with life coaching, I think that it's a pretty oversaturated market in a good way. Like, um, but not in a good way when you, when you're not in a good place. For an example, when little Kaylin started life coaching, she was like, okay, I, I just want to do, I just, I just really want to be good at this. Like, I am so passionate about this. I'm going to follow every life coach that ever roamed this earth. And then I created my triple R coaching 
uh, Instagram and I only followed inspirational people. So I was like, yeah. And then you know what happened is I lost myself in comparison Mm -hmm. and I was um, comparing my starting like the start of my journey to someone's finish line and that paralyzed me for a very long time I got stuck in inaction I didn't do anything um and I felt not legitimate because I wasn't a life coach with all of this experience I wasn't a therapist. I wasn't a counselor. I was not any of these things. So this idea found me and it also aligned with this passion and with my life experience. And I I can feel it and I know where I'm going with this. I know what the end result is going to be, I think, because again, we're not in control. But I can feel it, I can see it, I can visualize it, and I know it in my in the depths of my soul. But the external world continues to get in the way because I lose myself in comparison. And that is something that I have really been working through because in an abundant world that we live in, we are surrounded by abundance. There is no competition. So when you are in this frequency of comparison, you lose all your joy. You lose your authenticity. And um, yeah, when you start comparing yourself, then you also um, see other people's competition and that's extremely toxic. And it's, it's a very low vibe and frequency. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I mean, this world is so big. And like you said, the health and wellness, like, like it's oversaturated, but because we need it, like there's so many humans in this world. And like we've said before, I might not be everyone's cup of tea. You might not be everyone's cup of tea. You listening might not be everyone's cup of tea, but guess what? There's a gajillion cups of tea out there and I'm sure they're going to find one that they enjoy sipping on. <laughs> I don't really, well, you know what I mean? I And I don't even like tea. So I would be searching for like water with an energy drink in it or something. I don't know. Anyways, but what I'm saying is we all bring different things to the table and like watching you move to a song or when you're doing a restore and then watching Tanya and then watching myself and then watching like someone else on Instagram. Sandra, I I don't know. But anyways, like we all, or watching the dancers in the dance studio, like dance to a song that I've moved to and you, we all do it so differently. And I think that's friggin' awesome. Cause that shows you right there that we need all these amazing people because we all offer something different. And I just, uh, yeah, I, I don't see competition for myself anyways, as healthy. It doesn't push me because I feel that it actually closes me off. And I am a very competitive person. 
by nature. Like if I'm running next to you on a treadmill, like I'm winning the race and we're not even racing, but I'm going to win. But it closes me off to getting to know people and what makes them tick and their actual stories. Like, how did you get here? Like, I don't want to just know, oh, I love, I love to like help people. Okay, sweet. But why are you here? Like, why do you love to help people? What is your life story that has gotten you here? Because everyone has a different life story and you may think you know it, but I mean, I know you, but like, you don't really know it. And when you're in a place of um, disalignment, you might not even know why you're in, why you're here. Um, But uh, yeah, I don't really know where I was going with that now. Oh, Kaylin's got a little tidbit. You guys are going to be so sick of me saying that. But- <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. Uh-oh. Now that I'm holding the mic, <laughs> my brain is going blank. Oh yes. Okay. Here we go. Okay. So, um, I think that we, I think that we live in a society that is very competitive. Um, you know, and it's, it's from day one, like we're always compared to other people, even as children, like there's benchmarks that you have to get to and all of the things. So like comparison starts at a very young age. And I think it's a very natural part of life. However, since I've been starting to remove those layers, uh, my biggest learning curve right now is, so I created triple R coaching, everything's going good, but it is literally my baby. It is so vulnerable. It is like, I can't, it's like, your firstborn child, you just don't trust it with anyone. Like it, it is yours. Um, it is, it is part of you. It is, you are sharing part of you with the world. And when I put on my first retreat, I was like, okay, like, it's just gotta be me. I gotta do everything. And now I just hosted my third retreat and I had five different guests there. Five different people that I gave space to at my retreat because I realized that when I look back on my wellness journey, it wasn't one thing. It wasn't one person. It was a collective. And we are stronger together. And after I had my third retreat and all of those people showed up, and trust me, the week before my retreat, I'm like, Nobody believes in your dream, Kaylin. Nobody's going to show up. Nobody's going to bring their brand to your retreat and actually do it. All of their kids are going to get sick or they're going to find an excuse not to show up. And then you're going to have to figure it out. And that's probably why you should do everything by yourself and not trust a single soul. (laughs) It was quite interesting. And I was like, thank you for your feedback, brain. Hit the backseat. They're going to show up. Everything's going to be fine. And that retreat, cracked me right open. Like it was such a beautiful thing because all of these healing modalities and all of these things coming together, they complemented each other. There was no competition in that building. There was pure, authentic connection and we were all there for the greater good. And it was a beautiful experience and it helped me grow a lot. And now I'm very much like I can see that all of these people within our community and on our online community, if you feel called to them, go to them. There is a reason for that. And 
they complement each other so beautifully. Like who you need in this season of life and what healing modality you're going to need in this season of life is going to be different in the next season of life. And just trust that. Your retreat was awesome. <laughs> next one's coming up soon. <laughs> I got to be a part of it and it was magical. Um, yeah. Um, I have just sorry to interrupt you um maybe segue into because I cannot believe that you are trusting another human beings with your creations right like I think that that could have been like a little bit of a difficult shift but I'm forever grateful for it um you know what's shocking for the most part but I will um I what I'm learning about myself is I really like to champion other people and I love watching other people succeed. This morning we had a pop-up in Stetler and my heart, like watching you up front, watching all the amazing souls and like my heart was just bursting with joy. Seeing Tanya's community just skyrocket. Like my heart is so proud and so honored that you too see something in me because that's still, I haven't, that hasn't hit me yet because I'm Melanie Cornforth. What the hell do I have to share? Right. Um, And it'll hit me. And when it does, I'll call you and I'll probably be crying my face off and Ryan and God love you guys. You'll listen to me. But there are moments where, because, so with release, releases our dance fitness. Um, I'm not the only one who creates, as you know, you've done it, Tanya, Lynette, like, but when I create a song, there's an intention behind it, an intention behind the movements, control, delete, we're dancing on a keyboard. Like sometimes that's the intention, but watching someone else's interpretation of what you have done, the ego creeps in a little bit and you're like, no, mm, 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 mm. no, no. Then you're like, no, no, no. Like get out, get out. Because why did you create this community? Right. For people to live authentically and be themselves. So why the hell would you want them to do it the way you do it? Because they're not robots. Okay. So yeah, I do. There are times a hundred percent when I see something, I'm like, "Mm, what? But then I'm like, no, this is exactly why you did this because you want people to be loud. You want people to show expression and ball their face off. If that's what they're feeling in the moment, you want someone to be a hundred percent themselves, um, upfront leading, but also the participants. And how the heck can we invite a participant to be a hundred percent themselves if we're not ourselves? So ego, take a step back because this is exactly why you created this community. Um, but yeah, it, it is slightly terrifying because also you created it with the thought that no one ever wanted to do it. And now people want to do it. And you're like, holy hell, this is pretty uh, overwhelming 
And like I said, it hasn't really quite set in with me yet. Um, Today, a little bit did because I actually made myself sit, which I haven't done yet during a song and just watch it. And that was pretty cool to see. And, uh, but um, I just love watching you guys grow. My community in Chestmere, I mean, it's not one person, shout out Chesty, but if it was just one person in my studio, that's one person I'm connecting with. And I don't care how many people you have in your studio, because however many people you have in your studio, those people are meant to be in your studio and your success. I take as my success because like, not, you know, like not my success, but I'm just so dang proud because I'm, but one person. Oh, <laughs> one day we'll talk about my rant, but I'm one person you're another arm of me. Tanya is now another arm of me, but in your own light. So now there's three of us out there. And I think that's so cool. And we're all putting in our own personality and our interpretation of what is meant to unfold. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I think it is just very vulnerable though. I remember when I first mentioned it to you. So I was like, uh, so you're going to bring on leaders. You're like, Oh, uh, no. (laughs) And then, you know, I, we, we eased into that for sure. For sure. Um, anyways, so to wrap things up, because we are going to try to keep these shorter, but we honestly could talk all day. Um, in closing, I think (laughs) I would like to say um, hmm. there is not a 12-step program of how to find your purpose, your dream job, your mission, your goal in this life. There really isn't. But somewhere that I may suggest you start, if it is in alignment with you, is um, connect back to those core values. What is important to you at your core? Because in this lifetime, there are going to be so many shiny things that distract you. There are going to be so many ideas that come your way and you're like, this is amazing. And you're probably going to be successful at them. But at the end of the day, if it does not align with your soul, you can only shove that down for so long until it surfaces. So ask yourself, what are my core values? What is important to me? Who am I at my core? And that will be your guiding light. That will help you stay on the right path. And that will help you block out the comparison and and all of the external things that will keep you connected to you at your core. Uh, once you do know your core values, run with it. And I know that all of you guys listening have had those moments of like, hey, that'd be really cool. And then in the next millisecond, you're like, but there's no way I could do that. How would that even be? We're not in charge of the how. We are not in charge of the how. Just start. This friggin' podcast, we're like, hey, that'd be really cool. And now here we are, not knowing at all what we are doing. But we have action. We have started because we know that even if we reach one person and they're on the other other side of this and be like, oh my God, I'm going to start 
my dream because of these two women talking to me, that chokes me up. Like to know that we have this impact is huge. And you do, you have that too. So just trust yourself. Let your core guide you. Trust your instincts. Trust your body. If it doesn't feel right, it's not right. Have those hard conversations. Get out of those situations. Get out of those relationships. Um, Even if it looks good on the outside, doesn't matter. How you feel at the end of the night or while you're doing it, that determines your future. Precisely. Um, My big thing would be everyone listening. No matter how you're feeling at the end of this, you have a light and a gift to share. The idea found you for a reason. And it might not be the reason that your ego wants, but there is a reason you are here on this earth and there is a reason the idea is sitting in you. So run with it. And remember, things that are easy aren't always the right thing. And like Kaylin said, like sit with your values. And if you're sitting there and you're being like, you just feel uncomfortable, that is your body telling you it's time for a shift. Find your community and love them hard. Champion one another. We're all here to make this world a better place. And we need each and every human out there. So just go out there, crush life, connect with people. Yeah, that's what I've got. So I'm going to sign off here with live, laugh, love, because that's going to be my saying until I think of something else. Live, laugh, love. What about your other one? What's my other one? What's my other one? Price is right. (laughs) I don't know. Do they have that trademark, though? I probably can't say that. Don't forget to spay and neuter your pets. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, guys, I hope you something resonated with you in this podcast episode. We love that you're listening to us just spew what's ever coming to our brain. And like always send us topics that you want us to discuss. Nothing's off the table. Um, Connect with us via Instagram. We would love to see you. I don't even know our Instagram handle here. Um, You know, but if you want hang out with us naked and a little bit afraid, I got nothing for you right now. So Maybe we'll tag it or something. Yeah, we'll tag it. You know, have a great day. I too am signing off. And you know what? Even if this is just me and Mel on our deathbeds looking back and laughing, <laughs> or if this reached someone, thank you. If you are here with us, thank you. Um, stay happy, healthy, humble, and horny. <laughs> God bless. <laughs>